Today is January the 4th. Today, we see a world gone mad. Our reading for today is Genesis chapters 6 through 9. Uh, this is what uh, Judaism commonly looked at as the second fall. The first fall was Adam and Eve, Cain and Abel, and all of their descendants. The second fall is the fall of angelic beings. At the beginning of chapter 6 is this strange passage that talks about the sons of God, angelic beings who come and mate with uh, women of the earth and from them are born great heroes, great warriors. Um, have you ever wondered where the stories in mythology of uh, God's walking among men come from? Personally, I believe that it may go back to this, something that took place in prehistory that left its memory in uh people of all cultures and all ages. Whatever it was that took place, we see a world gone mad. God looks at humankind and he sees just horrible things going on. In chapter 6, verse 5, Lord observed the extent of human wickedness on the earth, and he saw that everything they thought or imagined was consistently and totally evil. And God said, that's it. I'm going to destroy it. So he decides to destroy the earth in a flood. But he looks around and he sees a man. Now, Noah was a righteous man. He was a good man, apparently. And yet, he also was subject to sin. Because of that, in Genesis 6, 8, Noah found favor with the Lord. Literally, grace, chesed. Noah received God's mercy. Salvation from the very beginning is not dependent on the merits of a righteous man, but on the mercies of a righteous God. Noah is no exception to that. Noah builds a flood. The flood covers the earth, animals in the, in the ark. And uh, in chapter 9, everything uh, uh, subsides. Uh, the waters, the rain goes away. The waters begin to shrink. And after a period of time, uh, the ark settles on a high mountain. Noah comes out. God makes a covenant with Noah. Look at the content of that covenant in uh, chapter 9. Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth. Again, God says, I've given you all of this for food. Now, not just the plants, but also the animals. He just says, don't eat the blood in the animals. And he says, rule over it, be fruitful, multiply, repopulate the earth, and rule over these creatures. Exactly 
what he told Adam and Eve. And what happens at the end of chapter 9? Instead of enjoying what God has given, Noah uh, grows grapes, makes wines, and exploits God's creation, becomes drunk, lays in his tent naked. His son, Ham, comes into the tent, sees him naked, goes out and tells his brothers. We're led to believe by what happens that Ham comes out and mocks his father. His father has now exploited God's creation, and now he has lost his honor. Now he is shamed. Uh, Noah's two other sons, uh, Shem and and Japheth, uh, walk in backwards, cover their father's nakedness, try to preserve his honor. The point of the passage is to show us that even after God uh, destroys the wickedness in the earth, the seed of sin is inherent in man. What Moses, as the author of the book of Genesis, is beginning to do is to show us that we are incapable of our own salvation. Take some time and read or listen to Genesis chapters 6 through 9. Genesis 6 through 9, New Living Translation. Then people began to multiply on the earth, and daughters were born to them. The sons of God saw the beautiful women, and took any they wanted as their wives. Then the Lord said, My spirit will not put up with humans for such a long time, for they are only mortal flesh. In the future, their normal lifespan will be no more than a hundred and twenty years. In those days, and for some time after, giant Nephthalites lived on the earth. For whenever the sons of God had intercourse with women, they gave birth to children who became the heroes and famous warriors of ancient times. The Lord observed the extent of human wickedness on the earth, and he saw that everything they thought or imagined was consistently and totally evil. So the Lord was sorry he had ever made them and put them on the earth. It broke his heart. And the Lord said, I will wipe this human race I have created from the face of the earth. Yes, I will destroy every living thing, all the people, the large animals, the small animals that scurry along the ground, and even the birds of the sky. I am sorry I ever made them, but Noah found favor with the Lord. This is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man, the only blameless person living on the earth at the time, and he walked in close fellowship with God. Noah was the father of three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now God saw that the earth had become corrupt and was filled with violence. God observed all this corruption in the world, for everyone on earth was corrupt. So God said to Noah, I have decided to destroy all living creatures, for they have filled the earth with violence. Yes, I will wipe them all out along with the earth. Build a large boat from cypress wood and waterproof it with tar, inside and out. Then construct decks and stalls throughout the interior. Make the boat 450 feet long, 75 feet wide, and 45 feet high. Leave an 18-inch opening below the roof all the way around the boat. Put the door on the side and build three decks inside the boat, lower, middle, and upper. 
Look, I am about to cover the earth with a flood that will destroy every living thing that breathes. Everything on the earth will die, but I will confirm my covenant with you. So enter the boat, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Bring a pair of every kind of animal, male and female, onto the boat with you and keep them alive during the flood. Pairs of every kind of bird and every kind of animal, every kind of small animal that scurries along the ground, will come to you to be kept alive. And be sure to take on board enough food for your family and all of the animals. So Noah did everything exactly as God had commanded him. When everything was ready, the Lord said to Noah, Go into the boat with all your family, for among all the people of the earth I can see that you alone are righteous. Take with you seven pairs, male and female, of each animal I have approved for eating and for sacrifice, and take one pair of each of the others. Also take seven pairs of every kind of bird. There must be a male and a female in each pair to ensure that all life will survive on the earth after the flood. Seven days from now I will make the rains pour down on the earth, and it will rain for forty days and forty nights until I have wiped from the earth all the living things I have created. So Noah did everything as the Lord commanded him. Noah was six hundred years old when the flood covered the earth. He went on board the boat to escape the flood. He and his wife and his sons and their wives. With them were all the various kinds of animals, those approved for eating and for sacrifice and those that were not, along with all the birds and the small animals that scurry along the ground. They entered the boat in pairs, male and female, just as God had commanded Noah. After seven days, the waters of the flood came and covered the earth. On the seventeenth day of the second month, all of the underground waters erupted from the earth, and the rain fell in mighty torrents from the sky. The rain continued to fall for forty days and forty nights. That very day Noah had gone onto the boat with his wife and his sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and their wives. With them on the boat were pairs of every kind of animal, domestic and wild, large and small along with the birds of every kind. Two by two they came onto the boat representing every living thing that breathes. A male and a female of each kind entered, just as God had commanded Noah. Then the Lord closed the door behind them. For forty days the flood waters grew deeper, covering the ground and lifting the boat high above the earth. As the waters rose higher and higher above the ground, the boat floated safely on the surface. Finally, the water covered even the highest mountain on the earth, rising more than twenty-two feet above the highest peaks. All the living things on earth died. Birds, domestic animals, wild animals, small animals that scurried along the ground, and all the people. Everything that breathed and lived on dry land died. God wiped out every living thing on the earth. People, livestock, small animals that scurried along the ground, and birds of the sky, were all destroyed. The only people who survived were Noah and those with him on the boat, and the flood waters covered the earth for a hundred and fifty days. But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and livestock with him on the boat. He sent a wind to blow across the earth, and the flood waters began to recede. The underground waters stopped flowing, and the torrential rains from the sky were stopped. 
so the flood waters gradually receded from the earth. After 150 days, exactly five months from the time the flood began, the boat came to rest on the mountains of Arat. Two and a half months later, as the waters continued to go down, other mountain peaks became visible. After another 40 days, Noah opened the windows he had made in the boat and released a raven. The bird flew back and forth until the floodwaters on the earth had dried up. He also released a dove to see if the waters had receded and it could find dry ground. But the dove could find no place to land because the water still covered the ground. So it returned to the boat and Noah held out his hand and drew the dove back inside. After waiting another seven days, Noah released the dove again. This time, the dove returned to him in the evening with a fresh olive leaf in its beak. Then Noah knew that the floodwaters were almost gone. He waited another seven days and released the dove again. This time, it did not come back. Noah was 601 years old. On the first day after the new year, ten and a half months after the flood began, the flood waters had almost dried up from the earth. Noah lifted back the covering of the boat and saw that the surface of the ground was drying. More than two months went by, and at last the earth was dry. Then God said to Noah, Leave the boat, all of you, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Release all the animals, the birds, the livestock, and the animals that scurry along the ground, so they can be fruitful and multiply throughout the earth. So Noah and his wife and his sons and their wives left the boat, and all the large and small animals and birds came out of the boat pair by pair. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord, and there he sacrificed as a burnt offerings the animals and birds that had been approved for that purpose. And the Lord was pleased with the aroma of all the sacrifice and said to himself, I will never again curse the ground because of the human race, even though everything they think or imagine is bent towards evil from childhood. I will never again destroy all living things. As long as the earth remains, there will be planting and harvesting, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. Then God blessed Noah and his sons and told them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth, all the animals of the earth, all the birds of the sky, all the small animals that scurry along the ground, and all the fish in the sea will look on you with fear and terror. I have placed them in your power. I have given them to you for food, just as I have given you grain and vegetables. But you must never eat any meat that still has the blood of life in it, and I will require the blood of anyone who takes another person's life. And if a wild animal kills a person, it must die. And anyone who murders a fellow human must die. If anyone takes a human life, that person's life will also be taken by human hands. For God made human beings in his own image. Now be fruitful and multiply and repopulate the earth. Then God told Noah and his sons, I hereby confirm my covenant with you and your descendants, and with all of the animals that were on the boat with you the birds, the livestock, and all the wild animals, every living creature on earth. Yes, I am confirming my covenant with you. Never again will floodwaters kill all living creatures. Never again will a flood destroy the earth. Then God said, I am giving you a sign of my covenant with you and with all living creatures for all the generations to come. 
I have placed my rainbow in the clouds. It is a sign of my covenant with you and with all the earth. When I send clouds over the earth, the rainbow shall appear in the clouds, and I will remember my covenant with you and with all living creatures. Never again will floodwaters destroy all life. When I see the rainbow in the clouds, I will remember the eternal covenant between God and every living creature on earth. Then God said to Noah, Yes, this rainbow is a sign of the covenant I am confirming with all the creatures on the earth. The sons of Noah who came out of the boat with their father were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham is the father of Canaan. From these three sons of Noah came all the people who now populate the earth. After the flood, Noah began to cultivate the ground, and he planted a vineyard. One day he drank some wine he had made, and he became drunk and lay naked inside his tent. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw that his father was naked and went outside and told his brothers. Then Shem and Japheth took a robe, held it over their shoulders, and backed into the tent to cover their father. As they did this, they looked the other way so they would not see him naked. When Noah woke up from his stupor, he learned what Ham, his youngest son, had done. Then he cursed Canaan, the son of Ham. May Canaan be cursed. May he be the lowest of the servants to his relatives. Then Noah said, May the Lord, the God of Shem, be blessed, and may Canaan be his servant. May God expand the territory of Japheth. May Japheth share the property of Shem, and may Canaan be his servant. Noah lived another 350 years after the great flood. He lived 950 years, and then he died. Having listened to that passage, I simply ask you to think about the fact that we can do nothing about our own salvation. Sin is deeply entrenched inside us. Ask the Lord today to give you His mercy just like he gave Noah. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll see the third fall. Humankind falls.